Welcome to Minivan Men. We got a great episode for you. We're going to start out by uh, talking about uh, what happens when the nanny goes away and how uh, I got cocky. What happens when your nanny goes when away? When my nanny goes your away. Your nanny. Okay, my nanny. They're teasing me now because I have a nanny. Uh, secondly, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our kids and teaching them a second language. And lastly, uh, we're going to take a question from a listener. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Minivan Men. Bienvenidos a las hermanos de Minivan. Hermanos? Is that right, Al? No? Sure. What, what, that's brothers, ain't it? Señores. Señores. Yeah, you can't ask Al. Brother, yeah, that's Amigos. the brothers. That's it. Amigos de Minivan. I'm Maz Jorani. I'm here with Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal, our technical gentleman here, Jorge. Why don't you ask Jorge? Jorge, yeah. How does he say Minivan Men? Minivan Men. How does he say that? ¿Cómo se dice? Hombres de Minivan. Hombres. Hombres de Minivan. Hombres de minivan. I said Hombres. that first. Hombres, you did he say did. that. You're right. He did. We, we, we didn't trust you. He does live in Eagle Rock. <laughs> um, we got some fun topics today. We're going to go right into it. I got to tell So what happened was, um, I have a nanny. I have what I call... <laughs> all right, laugh at me. That's fine. I have a nanny. I have, I have a nanny <laughs> and a butler. <laughs> no, Mr. Belvedere. It's, it's actually funny. So I got um, so I got a nanny at the house because got a, I got a three-year-old and we've got our seven-month-old. And my wife works, and I kind of work. Like, I go away on weekends and come back during the week. And then during the week, for somebody who has nothing really to do, I have a lot to do. Anyway, so we got a nanny, and uh, I call her the, the, the Kobe Bryant of nannies. This lady is amazing. Um, she takes care of the kids. She cooks. She cooks Persian food. She's Guatemalan. She cooks Persian food. It's wow. amazing. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's a whole Kobe other Bryant. level, right? She cheats on her wife. She cheats no. on her wife. <laughs> Um, no, because I, I was saying we used to have like what I call the uh, the clippers of nannies. Oh, you had that horror. This is one of our first episodes we yeah. talked about. Well, the uh, Patricia and Patricia. Uh, Patricia. I hope wine out of the sippy cup. Remember oh, her? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, the wine out of the cup was somebody. Anyway, long story short. Anyway, so what happened was our Kobe Bryant of nannies went on vacation back to her home country of Guatemala, which is always worrisome because you don't know. If I'm she's like, coming back. Is she coming back? Right. <laughs> can she make it back? <laughs> can, can she make it? it? Go, can, go, can I, go, can go. Can I see your pasaporto? Before <laughs> you pasaporto. Uh, no, but she's legal. So she's legal. And um, and so she was gone for a week. And I, do you and, pay, do you, have, I mean, do you pay payroll taxes on? Oh, no, it's not, she's not that legal. She's All legal. Right, but okay. not, <laughs> you know, you got to do everything yeah. by the book. Yeah, if someone's from IRS listening to this, I mean, God, I mean, you know, yeah, you can come. I guess if the, if I ever ended up in that one of those Kathy Lee Gifford situations, the good thing about a comedian is if you end up with anything bad. Yeah, you just go, come on, man. No, but no, it turns into, <laughs> it turns into material. You're yeah. like, all right, let me, oh, that's all great. Right, so the IRS guy comes yeah. over. Yeah, so uh, exactly. So it's great. So so no matter what happens. Um so, she, so goes, she goes to Guatemala, and I get and I and I clear my schedule to take she care is of. Tiny, I didn't really, I didn't peg her for a Guatemalan, but uh, she's got one of those backpacks. She's yeah. always doing the hacky sack. Yeah, thing. she's oh yeah, exactly, man. She's, <laughs> no, she said it was multicolored. Funny. As hell. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So so she goes there, and so I I clear my schedule to take care of the six month old because what happens is the three year old goes to school from like nine to five or so. Damn. Yeah. Nine yeah. to five. Kid has gone all day. But it's been amazing because because that's the and the one we t my wife talked to your wife about on the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the three year old. That's a long time for three years old. But he's a, well, they nap. They they nap like two three hours that's in the middle a of the day. Full sleep. Yeah, he goes for <laughs> two three hours, but, but it's great. I'm, he should I'm, have a check and benefits. Yeah. No, he yeah. comes. Yeah. He, he walks comes. in with a hard hat, clocks in <laughs> thermos. And, and all honestly, up. though, it's been amazing because like he, I, I swear, like his vocabulary, everything. He's they learn a lot just hanging out around the other kids. 
Um, some of it good, some of it bad. Like one of the things they've been doing now is they've been cussing, and they're cussing. Oh, you yeah. want to hear the cussing? Yeah. Is El Pollo Loco your butt? <laughs> My kids say El Pollo Loco too. Uh, so for some reason, El Pollo Loco is a cuss word to these kids now. So yeah. I, I asked somebody, I was like, what does that mean? And someone was like, maybe he's trying to say stick a chicken in your butt. I don't know. Maybe that's what he's saying. Anyway, and you know loco means crazy, uh, and yeah, then yeah. it's el pollo loco. Yeah. It sounds like hilarious. it could be a bad word. Yeah, el pollo loco, your butt. And then they go, yeah, yeah, and they wave their butts. Anyway, so Nanny's, so ba- the kid's gone all day, and I'm like, look, I, I can hang with my six-month, at the time she was six months, right. I can hang with a six-month-old all day, and I'll just, I'll just clear my schedule. I got nothing to do. I'm the boss of me. I can do it. So I cleared the schedule, and... Uh, I loved it. It was great, but it's exhausting. Here's a couple of things that I observed. First of all, you make a list of things that you got to do for you. Yeah. Whether it's grocery shopping or it's answering emails or making calls or having a you know uh, a business call or whatever. And you take that list and you throw it out the window. Yeah. Exactly. You, you like, get half of it done. Yeah, because you're like, okay, baby will nap from noon to two. Well, you yeah, put but, baby down at noon at twelve thirty. She wants to. She's up, and right. you're like, you're supposed to nap till two, and right. she's not. Of course. And not. you're like, and then no one else at the home because what it is is it's almost like, um, it's almost like I've said, I'm gonna go out there on my own. I don't need anybody's help. Right. And now you're stuck. Well, what's even worse is when you make the list and you wait for her to nap and she doesn't nap and then she finally naps and now you're tired. So now both of you guys take oh, a nap. Yeah. Oh. And then now the list is not going to get Oh done. my God. I'm, I've waited before. I've been like, I can answer these emails. Well, emails can wait. You know, I, you know, I don't need to answer right away. That nap needs to be done right now. You ever feel guilty when you're about to fall asleep before them? I don't feel guilty at all if I'm about to fall no, asleep. No, but when they're six months, you're like, you can't fall asleep oh, when the baby's only six months. Oh, no, no. I huh? don't. I sleep with them a little bit. No, I'm saying if they're not sleepy and you're dozing off, it's like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel good. I try to talk. I'm like, come on, baby. Do this for me and you, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> this, is, this is again <laughs> also, and you're talking to the guy who fell asleep during the birthing class. Oh, yeah. Where I'm supposed to be. Fell asleep at the birthing class. You <laughs> fell asleep at birthing yeah. class. Yeah, I'll fall asleep anywhere. So, <laughs> so, so one observation is that you make the list, nothing happened. The other thing that happened was, now I think the first or the second day, I got cocky. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to take care of this kid. And that was great. I was, give, I was giving her tummy time. Mm-hmm. You know, tummy time, you're supposed to roll around on your tummy. Yeah. For those people that don't have, don't have kids, when the kid is born, like a few months in, the doctors say, put your kid on the tummy so they learn to crawl. Yeah. If you just carry them around all the time, they're going to be, you know, a year and a half, uh, you know, not able to, not able to crawl. <laughs> you know, you're like, my kid's not walking. Well, why not? And there's also those kids, and this is a side note, and this could be its own other topic, but a lot of my friends, they talk for the kid. Oh, does Johnny wanna ding oh, ding yeah. I hate when you ask the parent, then, you ask the kid something and the parent answers. Yeah, ask, how old are you? He's four. Okay, yeah. I wanted to talk. And to then you. the kid doesn't know how to talk. Oh yeah, they right. go. Yeah. 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 yeah, And then the dad says, "Oh, he wants that purple crayon over there that yeah. together." <laughs> what? How, how old is how he? How does he just decipher that? How old is he? He's nine years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he wants a, a Capri Sun that his sister took. <laughs> So I had so I had baby for the day, and I'm thinking to myself because the nanny's Guatemalan doesn't speak English, uh, so she's basically speaking Spanish to the baby all day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this kid is gonna get some vocabulary words today in English and in Farsi, and we're gonna do some tummy time, and then she's gonna eat the right schedule, everything. I had it going, and in the middle of this, I'm like, you know what? I told my wife, I said, because my wife works, I said, listen, you go to your yoga class or whatever it is you got to do after work. I'll pick up the boy. No problem. So now, already I'm venturing out, by crazy. the way. It's already crazy to me yeah. because I don't normally do this. I don't normally also, take two. We, we divide. 
We know we don't normally take two, so really? now I gotta yeah. yeah so always, now that's you the too? big change that you always try to divide. I just took two to music class right before this. What I'm saying, I want you never this story that you're telling right now. Yeah, if you ever tell my wife any of this. <laughs> I'll kill you. What, right? you they're, they're, you're making me look bad. Yeah, oh, I don't know. No, no, hold on. But there's a but there's an ending that I think you'll you, you'll appreciate because what happens is so now I get cocky. I'm like, okay, I tell my wife, you go do your yoga. I'm gonna take the baby. I'm also gonna go pick up the boy. And you know what else I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cook some pasta. Oh. I'm gonna cook, and I don't normally cook. And I I used to. I want to get back into cooking. Me too. I said like, this is a perfect opportunity, and I do pretty good. Like pasta is not that hard. Right. I get the pre-made sauce, but I chop up some like yellow peppers. You add stuff to it. I add stuff to it. Spruce I take it, up. it. I enhance it. You know, it's like taking someone else's material and making right. it better. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give it the and, old, you mince uh, it. You mince it. And, there's, a uh, new, there's a new name you could throw. Mince it. Mince it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's not it. He's gonna. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. True. So, 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 so I basically. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this, do that, whatever, and so I got really cocky. So now, now I get back into my list. So now I gotta have the baby nap for the right amount of time for me to get the pasta. Gotcha. To get the pasta made and the salad. I'm going salad, pasta. I'm chopping up fruit. I'm going like, I'm going dessert. I'm doing everything. Superhero. Yeah, it's like superhero. a little Italian Thanksgiving. Yeah, in the middle of this, I told my wife, I was like, listen, I'll also like, I'll go grocery shopping or whatever. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And clean the house. Slow it down. Slow it down. Oh, and I'm doing laundry too. Ah. I'm doing it all. I'm killing it. I'm killing it. And it's going great. And I go get the boy, and we come home. We're going to discover that Maz has this drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm doing great, man. No, no, uh, I'll, I'll no, clean everything. No, but, I'm t- but here's what here's the thing, though. Like I, So I, I got through it. First of all, here's, I mean, I started to, to feel some of the pain that these people have when they cook for the kid. Like, I, I cooked a pasta. And or people, and what I've been letting you get at the entire time, or people just who do this normally all the time. That's my whole point. Normally. That's, single mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, that has to work. That's that what I'm saying. That doesn't have daycare. I mean, we hate- Dude. Yes. That's okay. what I'm saying. It's crazy. I did it for a day. I was exhausted. I was like, first of all, I was like, when that nanny comes back, I'm signing her to a five-year multi-million dollar contract. <laughs> I'm going to lock her down. She'll be the real Kobe Bryant. I'm going to lock her down. And secondly, I was like, it is crazy. We are so spoiled Not to we. have- no. I am so spoiled <laughs> to have this nanny and yeah, you forget. Yeah. I mean, this, it's hard. to. And then also- Spending that much time with the baby, because even though the next day, like I, I slowed it down. I, I just, I was like, babe, you pick up. I told my wife, you pick up the kid. We don't need to cook. We'll order out. But I'm still sp- spending time with the baby. Like spending three or four days in a row with the baby. Rough. You, know, you start going cuckoo. You're like, goo goo gaga gaga. After how much? Goo-goo. And then you realize why your wife is so cuckoo when you come home. Oh, from and being this is, home with the oh, baby. And this is what hit me too. Is I was every night. I was opening up the wine bottle. I was like, I oh, need yeah. a couple glasses of wine. And my wife was out. like, my wife was like, you're becoming like a housewife. I said, totally I got in two days, really become a housewife. Two days. And then you get Desperate the true meaning. Husbands. You really learn what uh, El Pollo Loco is all about. Exactly, man. So that was the opening of this segment, <laughs> which ended up less than about 10 minutes. That was the segment. But it, it really, it, it, it it's so hard, and a lot of our, you know, people commenting on the iTunes or, you know, people writing in have commented on, it's, I mean, you, we have it, uh, we're very lucky, all mm-hmm. of us, but, I mean, you're in a fortunate situation where do you actually have this woman in the first place? Because me and my wife, I, I'm lucky that my wife doesn't have to work and my wife stays home, but she, yeah, she has a glass of wine every night, man. Oh, yeah. My it's wife just started drinking wine every night. Yeah, man. I'm like, what are you doing? And then they say heart health. Is that what they're saying? She throw that out there, yeah. But it's, it's also look. You. It's a mental. I, I, you know what I was doing because I was. Oh, then I would see uh, on top of that because the baby's got um, 
baby's got a little bit of eczema, so when she falls asleep, she she rolls for like a good half hour, 45 minutes, twisting and turning before she falls asleep. Oh, so yeah. I've spent literally like hour plus leaned over on the crib, moving her from side to side, massaging the legs, massaging the arms with uh, with lotions and stuff. And as I'm sitting there, literally like because it becomes so stressful and you're sitting there in front of somebody, like if it were... If it were your, let's say your buddy, and he's like, you know, you're, you're, you're like you're a sick buddy or something, but not that sick. You could be like, dude, if you're not gonna sleep, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. You know, like you mm-hmm. could talk to him, but it's a baby, and so you can't your, have that. It's your baby, yeah. it's a baby. So you're sitting there. I'm like, okay, come on, baby, here we go. All right, baby, let's try this. Okay, honey, let's go. Come on, baby, for you and me. Come on, come on. And as you're going, suddenly you're little, cuckoo. little, no, little things like, thank God I'm not addicted to drugs because little things like I was like. Mm. Oh man, I can't wait till she's asleep. We get that chocolate. I got some chocolate in the fridge, yeah. and then I'm like, oh man, I gotta get that, get that wine with the chocolate. I'm like, I'm like, my night. I've already now. I've already eaten. I'm done for the night. I was like, I'm not gonna eat anymore. But the stress starts to build up, and whatever bad habits you have mm-hmm. start piling on top of each other. And I'm like, I can't wait till she's asleep. Man. Hit that bottle. It <laughs> is just... hard work. I'm giving my wife some business about going back to work and starting this company, and and actually just working five to ten hours per week to bring in some extra money for the household so we can have our nanny. I mean, we should have your neighbor on sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Neighbor just, they have this great, Moz has this great backyard detached garage where the neighbor has access. We've talked about this before, but the neighbor has access to the yard. Yeah, they walk and into our house, we walk into their house. The, the guy, a, a, a very large black man, just walked right through the fence and walked right into his house. And we don't fear him. Yeah. But he keeps Perfect. taking stuff out. You I don't know why. <laughs> and he has the TV, and there he goes. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, man, appreciate your nannies. This should be a nanny appreciation day. Can we end it with yeah. that? Nanny appreciation yeah. day? Yeah. Is yeah. that good for that? Cinco de Mayo. Yes, The help. He made a movie for him. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I'll be back. Hey, just a quick little shout out to Bruce at thepodcastbunker.com. We have been listed in the top 20 podcasts on thepodcastbunker.com. Check it out. It's a great way to find us there. Thank you, Bruce. Hey, we're back on Minivan Men, and um, we're going to talk about Kids and learning a second language. I'm very passionate about this. My kid, who's three years old, I'm a, I was born in Iran. I speak Farsi. Uh, I studied Italian in college. I speak some Italian. I think it's important to speak a second language. And I think that America uh, cops out. Like we don't, we don't come up with making kids have half a day in Spanish, half a day in English. Some people are like, we better learn American. This is America. Right. No, you idiot. There's a big world, and learn. Learn other languages. So I'm going through this right now with my kid because I'm trying to teach him Farsi. My wife, who's Indian, does not speak Malayalam, which is the language they speak in the South. She doesn't speak. She understands it, which was what worries me because I see her mom talk to her. You know, her mom will come over and my wife will say. That's how it sounds. Kind of, yeah. It sounds like a banjo. Yeah. And my wife will respond like, mom, I don't think, not right now. Right. And my son kind of has that right now, and that worries me. 
So I'm trying to teach him to speak Farsi, which is easier said than done. Because, right. for example, we have words with the letter H Yeah, why it. don't you start with, what's Farsi? Yeah, Farsi <laughs> is the Iranian language. Uh-huh. Just Iranian. Iranian, well, it's, they speak it in Iran, Afghanistan, and I think Tajikistan. That's the... You know, it's, that's the it's the language. What's Tajikistan. That's where Borat's from, right? <laughs> but that's Kazakhstan. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this this is like a, this is like an internet search. If you guys are on the internet now. Kazakhstan. And I am Google, um, Mazugal. Um, so, yeah. So it's it's hard to teach him some sounds because like like again we go and so I was trying to teach. What him, letter is it's like it would be like K H, right? So for example, to say bye, you say Khodafes. Khune is house is Khune. So like Khomeini, like Ayatollah Khomeini. 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 So I was trying to teach him today, and he was like... Khadafi. Yeah, he'd be Khadafi. That's a, that's a whole other sound. That comes right. from another area. Anyway, that comes from the down yeah, below. That's the west side. Yeah, the west side. <laughs> so what I'm saying, South though, is... South Central Iran. So what I'm saying is, is it's a challenge because uh, I was trying to teach him today. I was saying, because I, I, I have him repeat after me. I say, I, I speak to him in Farsi, but he doesn't understand some of it, so I speak in English, but I go... I go Mirim Hune, we're going home. So I say, say it. Say Mirim Hune. He goes, Mirim, Mirim Hune, which is that like American accent that just like, just take your fingers to that chalkboard, man. Mirim Hune. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's like, it's like you know how like you've seen like Americans go like, starting to speak Spanish. Yeah. Hola, yeah. amiga. Como esta? How was yeah, the yeah, salsa? Classic. I'm like, come on, man. And you know what the problem is? Is because at a young age, you didn't develop the muscles to be able yeah. to say, you know, como estas, amigo? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not that great, but sure you know what I'm saying. It's, it's better good. than estas amiga. Yeah, yeah. You know, what do you guys do with your kids with the languages? You guys well, do see, the- I mean, I'll, me grow. I'm a classic example of father growing up in. A, my dad went to high school in San Francisco in the late 50s, where he was the only Mexican guy at the high school. So he wanted to be as white as he possibly could. Absolutely. And he married the white lady and got that done, check. And then he wanted me to be as white as I could be. So I went to the very same high school and nobody got any Spanish. And I went to a French grammar school. So I actually went to Notre Dame de Victoire and, uh, on P- Bush. Where it was Pine between Grant and Stockton in San Francisco. We're a little French sailor suit. Every day? My act. Yeah, every Hilarious. single day. Until you were third grade, and third grade you transitioned into a normal uniform. But we had French every single day. Oui. And on my French, I took it in college, conversational. Never talked to anybody again in French. <laughs> never went to France and lost it completely. I can order pretty well off a French menu, <laughs> and that's about it. It's so, go. And then, so in Spanish, and I'm, Mex- I'm half Mexican, half Sicilian, my Spanish is horrible. Did you have grandparents around growing up? I had plenty of grandparents. And did they speak to you in Spanish, or they were all very much? No, they barely spoke when they did, and they. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they just. El remote control. Yeah, no, they just. <laughs> didn't, they really didn't talk that much, and they would speak a little bit in Spanish here and there, um, and try to teach me Spanish. But there wasn't an effort on my father and mother's part to speak to me exclusively in Spanish. But now, so you got that background. Your wife's got the Korean background. You guys come on to these new two, your, your, your new kids, two kids. Your, yeah. your kids, you go, well, let's th- teach them a little, or you go, screw they, it. In school, they're picking some up, and I'll make sure that my son and daughter, they all throughout their, their 
you know, elementary education, they're going to have Spanish class. And then we have a lady down the block that's a retired kindergarten teacher that's a Spanish teacher that can come up to the house. We haven't worked it into our schedule for their new school year yet, but we're going to try to do that. And that'll cost me like 20 bucks when I trade her favor. Do you get to sit in on the class too? And yeah, learn I need Spanish? to sit on I really do need to sit on, in on it because I went to the Berlitz intense. Right. Uh, I got that as a gift and I went and I did a six-week Almost every other day training, where it was you know, four hours a day, every other day, and it just was going for it. And I was good. The problem with me in Spanish is I understand so much, and then it's just the inability to be articulate. And that's what I'm saying exactly. It's like I don't want my kid to be able to understand and then respond in English. English you know, como estás? I'm fine, thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's where I'm at, and that's what it is. I understand quite a bit. Does your wife with the... My wife speaks absolutely no Spanish, but she could do that with her grandparents. Her grandmother speaks Spanish to her, and she'll answer back in English. You know what I mean? But my kids are pretty good with uh, Ebonics and slang. See, I think our schools are copping out, man. I I really do. I think it's like, you know, they should learn all this stuff. Well, they should. I mean, there should be more Spanish in... Your school, I mean, it's where, there's Korean language school. My son went to a summer camp down there and actually got a little, my wife took Korean in college. And so it's just, you know, the parents' willingness to really try to keep the classes coming, throw a tutor in every now and then, maybe do a little bit of summer school and just keep it going and keep it or going. take them to hang out in little Guatemala or maybe, you know, you were saying the hood and speak Ebonics. Well, here's the, the problem is, I think, I mean, I know my wife is trying to push the language, but if they don't continue on through high school and they're going to forget it just like you did. Yeah. So uh, like right now she's very upset because they don't, they don't teach foreign language at the school and you're $25,000 a year. They don't teach a foreign language. It's like, it's like an extra something or another. Boy. To get club. The language. Oh, you have to pay an extra $10,000 for something like that. There's like, you know, uh, the annex of the school teaches French and Spanish. So uh, that's become a problem. And, but I want to make sure if they do start taking it, that we figure out ways for them to implement it on a daily basis and forever. Right. Or they're going to forget it. Hang out with Mons' nanny. Yeah. Then you can bring them out. Well, the other, see, the other difficulty becomes what you're saying is, I realize, like, definitely for a three-year-old, he gets confused sometimes. He would have to. Because he's like, he, I, I, go, do you, I go, you speak Farsi? He goes, I speak Farsi. I told him to say, I speak Farsi. He goes, I speak Farsi. And then I go, how do you say car in Farsi? And he goes, machine. And then I go, what kind of car does daddy drive? And he goes, machine. I go, what's the name? What kind of kind? Uh, what kind? He's like, machine. I'm like, no. I go, the kind is a Toyota. It's a Prius. I go, say Prius. Prius. How do you say car in Farsi? Prius. I'm like, no. The kid's, <laughs> kid's got all kinds of stuff going through his head. Well, and then what if you're just, you, you, you know, we're not like you. Was, uh, I don't speak any foreign language. And uh, how do I do that with my kids? And, well, that's that's what's that's a difficult. See, actually, uh, our, our friend who was here hanging out was talking about how it's, uh, you know, I, I went to when I was in Italy. I went. Uh, we had some program it was a study abroad program from the UC system. They sent us those kids from all over the UC system, all over Europe, and then they had a little conference together that we in in Amsterdam. So we all went there, and so there's all these kids. Some are studying Spain. Some are studying in Italy. Some are some are in London. You know, England. Uh, France and this, we met this one girl who was, uh, I think, from either Belgium or from Holland or somewhere around there. This girl spoke seven languages, and I was awesome. like, I was like, fluently. She goes fluently, and I'm going. The beauty of that is, first of all, if you're ever anywhere and you need to get by, boom, you bust it out. You earn a lot more respect. Right. You know what I'm saying. And secondly, you can meet so many different people. 
And for my son, I wish, I mean, they're too young to realize this, but as, as guys, I wish, like, I'd be like, dude, you know how much girl, how many girls you can meet if you learn a couple more languages? What you tell him that? You bust that. He doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, machine. Machine. Prius. <laughs> I will be a machine. <laughs> no, man. It's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Oh, we, but you just need to hit them when they're young and just need to reinforce it. I mean, there's a lot of things I'd like to do, man. I just say, I think also just to make an excuse and play devil's advocate. I mean, we got so much other stuff going on, and I'm really trying to... You know, I have all the books and I have all these Spanish phrase books and stuff like that. I'm really working on, I would like to get that done, but I mean, I'm trying to teach manners and you're just overwhelmed with right. all this crap. No, I agree with you. I think I think if, if, if schools, I mean, and schools are overwhelmed too right now, but if schools could have like, if you could do half day in one language, half day in the other, yeah. which is how I came out of the gate when I was in Iran, we had Farsi half the day, because right. people now know what Farsi is, and then I had English the other half. So yeah, I they came do that, out. They do that a lot in Europe too. Like you know, my, I had friends from Germany, and you know, half the school was in German and half the school was in English. See, everyone else speaks our language. We don't learn other. Because we're language. number one. We're number one, <laughs> not we're anymore. Number forty-six. Yeah. We're not number triple A rated. Not in education. I just meant yeah. in basketball. So uh, oh no, wait. Well, the Chi- then the Chinese guys whoop our. There was a fight. I don't know who won you the saw game. Saw that? They, they yeah, played yeah. against Georgetown. The Georgetown, right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, are we are we done on time? Well, let's do this. Let's wrap up this segment and let's take one of the more questions. One more question that we have from the Gmail account. Let's, let's take a question. All right, beautiful. Hey, everybody. We're also on Stitcher, so you can find us on Stitcher.com. Lines a big podcast hub on Stitcher, so you can download us there. And you can also go to the Stitcher app if you're looking for us. So go to Stitcher.com. Thank you again for listening. Welcome back to Minivan Men. We are going to take a quick question here from uh, one of our Facebook uh, followers. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Men. Send us your questions. This one is from Natasha who says, how do you uh, deal with temper tantrums? Um, I, I see it all the time with my boyfriend's nieces and nephews. Maybe you comedians have a better and funnier way of dealing with them without losing your cool. And I think she's talking about our babies, not our wives, right? I have a great funny way to deal with this. <laughs> you get a hose out of the backyard and you just spray them down. <laughs> no, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, play, I have a you know what speech I would, in the background. No, what I would always do is I, when anyone was really flipping out, and at any age, we go outside. Everybody out in the open air. And you pick somebody up. And my my dad actually always had, there's this a uh, couple of things, like sort of a lullaby, a little humming thing that I do, like, hmm, 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 just start humming and holding them and walking outside and looking at some stuff. This is a little tiny baby. I mean, when they're nine years old and somebody's freaking out, then you really got a problem because they shouldn't be doing that anymore. So I, I always did that. I always actually just, I, I love taking somebody outside and taking them away from wherever it is and just reasoning with them and talking about it and then not giving it, not, not, I mean, I, I'm really, we're not a big fan of fits in my house. And so you can't just complete, oh, and then the parents that cave constantly, the kids are just going to keep throwing temper tantrums if yeah. they know that they're just going to be able to do that and get their way. So they just can't get their way. It's like, this is what happened. 
this is how you have to deal with it and just sort of be firm. Teach him how to be. Um, so you take him in the woods where it's far enough where you're like, look, son, I don't have to take you back. <laughs> Only one of us yeah. is going to make it back. Did you see the Godfather? Let's go fishing. How do you? I, uh, <laughs> you have kids to throw fish. Yeah, Your daughter? My daughter goes bananas. And I used to try to top her yelling with my yelling, but mm. that doesn't work. My daughter, when she gets she when she gets in a fit or a mood, there's no stopping her. Like she really has, you have to just close the door and let her go through whatever she's going through. And I don't know if she needs to be diagnosed, <laughs> which is a lot of with a lot of How problems. How often a lot does of that happen? One to three, two or three times a year. Oh, you know so I mean? not that bad. No, no, not that often. But I'm just saying, when she goes there, I can't even say goes there. When she used to go there, we have to let her. Do her thing and but then we disappear. Also, I think that's the age too. Is that when they're having tenter t- temper tantrums, they can't express themselves, right. and that's that's what two through five, right? Almost. And that's what and, she is right now. And like her her brother teases her, and so she, you know, she's at a point where she, I mean, she 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 wants to fight if she gets that she gets that mad, and that's wow. the one problem I have with them is she gets so angry when him messing with her that she wants to fight, and maybe he, and he's he's two years older. He's two years older. Okay. But like if he goes like this, uh-huh. she will try to pick up a hammer and smack him in the head. Oh wow. Not she that goes, bad, but she's right, right. like she she's not she doesn't know how to play fight. Right. You know what I mean? She's right. she's she goes for uh the death. You don't hit me. Remember that Eddie Murphy? You don't <laughs> hit me. <laughs> oh, my father doesn't hit me. <laughs> you put your hands on me, my father don't put his hands on me. <laughs> um I heard somebody, was it you guys or somebody or was a radio? I think somebody was telling me one one way to deal with it is to kind of do it back at them. Like if they go, ah, you go, eh. Oh, I don't think that, that doesn't work. <laughs> That's probably you know, a bad idea. A lot, you get a lot of bad <laughs> advice as a parent. I remember one time, and this is kind of off the subject, my son bit my daughter. Can I tell you guys this? <laughs> no. My son, two years old, and she's under two, whatever. He's three and she's one. My son bit my daughter. My mom tells me if that happens, bite him back. Hilarious. That's so my son bad. bites my daughter. I bite him, and now there's three of us crying. Hilarious. I'm sitting there crying, going, why would I bite my son? He's bawling, she's bawling, and I'm bawling. And then your wife bites you. Yes. My wife, your wife just looks, walks in. And she wasn't what? even there, but I, I'm like, my Which eyes are getting good. watering right now, thinking about how idiotic that was. I'm, I mean, I bit him hard, too. You would have thought a dog bit hilarious. him. hilarious. And all three of us are sitting there hugging and crying, and I'm like, why did I do that? That is that's, so funny. That was your mom's honest good. advice. Yeah, some old Jamaican wives' tale. So if they spaz out, uh, or if they have a temper tantrum, the, don't bite them. Bite them. Don't bite them. If you want, hey uh, Natasha, if you want to try for something funny, try biting them and yeah. videotape it, and then put on YouTube and make She's millions. Gonna, put it on our Facebook site. Let us see it. But Natasha is just the girlfriend of the uncle, so that would be very strange. It's her boyfriend. It's her boyfriend's kids. Oh my god! Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Even... So maybe she should. She should bite. Yeah, go for the bite. Bite your boyfriend. But make sure you videotape it. And send it to us. And send it to us. We want to see people creep- biting their oh, kids. That's really creepy. <laughs> that sounded horrible. No, we don't want you to bite your kids. Um, bite it. Bite your kids. If your kids are acting out, temper tantrums. Um, and it depends on what level. Because yeah. there's those. You know what? I'm, there's the stomping of the feet. There's the the yelling, and then there's the ones like that have just learned a new bad word. Right. You know, so it depends on what degree of temper tantrum you're talking about. We send but, people to the rooms all the time. Listen, what we need to do is we need to wrap this up, and we also need to bring in professionals. I was going to say, so Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil would make a whole you episode out of this. This is horrible biting it. Doctor Phil would in, have them all on, and he would my ask mom them why your mom would show why, up. How she made me so wonderful. Let's get you on, Doctor Phil. 
Maybe well, you should with your mom and with the kids, and you guys come at the time. Show us what you did. Let's do a reenactment. <laughs> what I'd love to do is I'd get like to get your mother in here, which would be interesting. And she bites. And she bites. <laughs> Why are you asking me that question? Uh, uh, the accent? The accent? Jamaican. So let's sure. get your mom in here at some point, and also let's get a professional in. I know there's a doctor in Pasadena. She runs does a thing called Calmer, Easier Parenting. They could drive together. Gonna, My mom lives in Pasadena. We're gonna talk to her. So we'll just, uh, get some professionals in. That'll be the yin and the yang. Be <laughs> She'll awesome. be like, "You need to calm down, your mom. You need to bite them." <laughs> My mom will deny it though. She'll deny it. She she denies ever doing anything bad when we were kids. Let's bring some moms in. All right. Thank you very much. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs>